0: Welcome to Rebel Health Radio, bringing the best in alternative and integrative medicine to your ears. Hello everyone, it's Patricia Woolby of Alchemy Therapies and My Emotional Audit and various other things which I am involved in to do with emotional healing. This is the home of emotional healing. And this channel is looking at issues around emotional expression, trauma, and the physical expressions of that in chronic illness. And today I want to talk about the tyranny of thinking. Now, thinking is something that we kind of do without thinking about it. In other words, we we do it automatically and we often believe our brains to be telling us the truth. And actually, when you look at it, the cognitive parts of your brain are only about 15% of your functioning. The other parts of your brain, which are unconscious, like your limbic system and your brainstem, cerebellum, those parts are actually reading information from your body. And the thinking is like an overlay, if you like, on top of that, that helps to create our sense of self and our focus and our motivation, our um, executive capacity. In other words, the ability to plan and um, imagine and create scenarios. And so your thinking brain is an extremely important part of who you are, but it will often become unruly, a bit like, say, a puppy that hasn't been trained. It will end up making assumptions and judgments of what's going on in your world that aren't necessarily accurate. They're just jumping to conclusions about things because it's based on a pattern it's experienced before. And so this can send us into a tailspin sometimes with overthinking, rumination, um, getting lost down the rabbit hole, as I like to think of it, of of kind of overanalysis. And no more so than when you experience something which overwhelms you. Now, having any form of shock to the system, um, chronic illness is one. You know, you get a diagnosis suddenly, maybe you've not been feeling right for for a while, but, but you finally go and get it checked out and you get a diagnosis, something like, you know, uh, chronic anxiety disorder or perhaps chronic fatigue, Um, fibromyalgia all of these kind of long-term chronic conditions maybe also it could be something autoimmune Um, there are various different sclerodermas um, lupus there's so many uh, versions of autoimmune disease even Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disease that's of the thyroid thyroids in your neck and and you might be completely um, overwhelmed by the idea that that is going to be your story for the rest of your life because that's how modern medicine kind of tra- the trajectory that it takes you on is if you've got these kind of chronic conditions they're called chronic for a reason they they're considered to be lifelong once you have them and irreversible um and and the the thinking brain will use its problem solving capacity and its ability to plan and Uh, and think through the problem to try and resolve that for you but where most people go is is down into a place of deep despair because the thinking can't solve it for you and it's the one thing that the thinking brain is really not good at is is solving a chronic condition that has emotionality or emotional repression the emotions that were unsafe to feel at its core because thinking and feeling are actually very different experiences And I like to think of thinking as a top down experience, you know, the brain to the body, the signals that the brain sends, you know, I'm in danger or um, I need to sort this out. I need to fix it. I need to be the peacemaker in this situation or I need to run for my life because uh, this is a threat to me. They're all cognitive awarenesses driven, it must be said, by aspects of the body as well. But but it's a fairly top-down strategy when you try and fix your illness that way. You're trying to find more information. You'll be endlessly reading, taking courses, Googling the symptoms that you're experiencing. And what then happens is uh, the focus is the brain to the body. And so the messages are... I need to focus on the issue, on, on the pain that I'm experiencing or the symptom that I'm experiencing. And it's no surprise then that these symptoms tend to ratchet up. Now, obviously, there are reasons why symptoms might come that are organic in origin. In other words, there's <clears throat> some tissue <clears throat> some tissue damage and, and that needs to be ruled out. And so initially people will tend to go to the doc and they'll get a scan done and the scan will hopefully show what the problem is but nine times out of ten there's no problem there's no organic reason for the pain or the discomfort or the tingling symptoms or whatever it is you're experiencing but the the whole medical model is of course based on acute illness and so it doesn't really look at the psychology and I've had an example of that this week with a client who had strange tingling sensations down the back of her legs. Now, that's very common in sciatica. And sciatica is where the sciatic nerve becomes inflamed in some way. There's an impingement somewhere. But it could come from various different areas. It could come from the the spine and spinal impingement, which is obviously quite serious. Um, And she was certainly given scans to rule that out, and they didn't find anything. Or it can be muscular or fascial. Uh, from the piriformis muscle in your buttocks, which unfortunately the nerve runs through those muscles. And so if your muscles are tight, that can also cause uh, sciatic pain. But the problem is, because the whole approach is ruling out more serious illness, it tends to focus the mind on what serious complications could be there. And even when the scans rule out something serious, there's always the thought in your mind, well, they didn't check enough i didn't have enough scans i didn't have the mri i only had a ct scan or whatever it is and and that's certainly um the case with my client and she knows or she she believes that the issue is not uh something serious but nevertheless these symptoms keep coming and um well-meaning people are asking her you know have your symptoms gone yet and if not I think you should get that checked further, you know? So there again, um, inculcating fear into the whole scenario. And so the thinking brain just just jumps all around, around and is, is really struggling to make sense of it. And my approach is a bottom-up approach, which is looking at uh, ongoing stress in the life and also past life, not as in past life, but um, having experiences in the past, Um, that overwhelms you. So stress is from your past as well, usually in childhood, but there can be uh, any point in your life. These these are buried in the body, and they also affect uh, the way you feel and and can transmit uh, threat signals to your limbic brain, and then your cognitive brain will start to try and make sense of that. And so it becomes a real cycle uh, of worry, fear, anxiety, stress, symptoms, and so on. Um, we call it the anxiety cycle. And to break that, you really have to focus on the body much more and help to tone your vagus nerve, which is very involved in the threat response. It calms it down. And, and you can do that through tapping, uh, EFT. Sometimes it's called tapping around the head and the neck. Um, this is a very simple technique. Energy psychology is, is kind of the umbrella term for all these body-based Um, interventions and they have great results and they can overturn you know years decades of symptomology in a few sessions because they're approaching the real root cause which is that there are unprocessed emotions in your life that are actually tightening everything in your body and creating a a kind of implicit memory of threat Uh, and and it doesn't take much to re-stimulate that as I've said and the diagnosis could be the stimulus or it could be Um, you know, a a relationship breakdown or financial stress, whatever it is in your current life that feels like a threat to you can stimulate all these old kind of uh, repressed emotions to, to give you symptoms. It's like the body is screaming at you. um, And it behoves us to listen actually. And really that's what we should be doing is soothing and listening to the body and helping you to have this dialogue with your body in order to release The problem at its core. Um, And so that's what I'm doing with this client and helping to show her that that the problem is a form of memory and it isn't that her body is falling apart. Um, Although obviously some of the symptoms can be quite serious. I've had other clients who've had heart attacks, strokes because of all this repressed emotion. So um, I do think it's the missing link in healing, the understanding that emotions are not just feelings they are emotional regulators, they're physiological regulators uh, and they change the way our body works at a really fundamental level, down to the cells actually, down to what happens in your cells and the expression of your genes. And I'll be be coming on to that more next week when I'm going to talk a little bit about epigenetics and maternal stress. Um, So if you like what I'm talking about here and you want to explore that with me, you've got several options. You can buy my book, The Scar That Won't Heal, You can come on to one of my courses. I run a course. It's just about to launch actually this month, October. Um, It's called the Emotional Audit Program. It's a nine-week group course with uh, seven sessions with me and then lots of pre-recorded material, which I have spent a long time developing uh, and should bring you through from um, unawareness to growth and healing. It's actually shown behind me on this chart. This is the Emotional Audit Programme. And um, I've done other videos uh, going into more detail on that, so I'll link that in the description below. Uh, If you'd like to come and join me, you'd be very welcome to join a community of like-minded people. Um, If you don't want to undertake a full course, but you'd like to have a more uh, informal drop-in style, uh, I also run a monthly community group, where we just look at different subjects around the area of uh, mind body healing, and uh, this month I'm going to be talking a little bit more about the cell danger response, which is what happens due to stress on a cellular level. So, and that's happening this uh, today actually, um, as it happens, but it's every the first Wednesday of every month. And so if you'd like to join me, go to my website, alchemytherapies.co.uk and look for group group courses. All right. Take care, everybody. Keep well. See you. Bye-bye. Hey, hope you enjoyed listening to Rebel Health Radio. Do subscribe and look forward to catching you soon.